My name is Estella Conwill Majozo, and I am uh, the writer of To Manifest the Ancestral Dream. How long have you been working on this play? Um, for quite a while, for as long as the protests have been in effect. Um, it's been more than 100 days, and uh, you know, we're moving with the protesters. And this is an effort to offer a respite uh, to come in from the storm. You know, we are in a kind of battle. We are, we are at, at a kind of war. And any, in any war, we have rest and recovery. My son is in the Army. And he's been to Afghanistan twice. He's in Korea now. And I notice in the military, when they are at war, when we are at war, there is always the element of rest and recovery. And we are at a point where I believe we hear, I can't breathe, coming from George Floyd's mouth. And we're all, in a sense, caught up in that moment. And we need to exhale, we need breathing lessons. We need to come in and rest. Not to quit, but simply to catch our breath. Why do you think art provides that respite? Mm. Art provides that respite. You know, we're artists, and they will each tell you the capacity in which they function. But there is this, is, this is art on the inside, but there is performative art in the streets every day, and it has returned to its primary function um, in society, to uplift and to inspire and to enact uh, transformation. So what we are doing is just a crystalline uh, 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 crystallization of what is happening, the real performance art is out there in the streets. You know, you have drawings, you have chants, you have dances, you have uh, expressions of anger, expressions of grief, and all of that is what uh, theater brings. And so this is simply uh, uh, a part of that only we are coming inside <laughs> and inaugurating this new space of Black Lives Matter. Um, will you talk about the physical venue for this play? And then I'm going to start to, to move around. So if anybody wants to speak, if you just want to raise a hand and signal me. The physical venue of the space? Yeah. Will you describe it for me? Since this is radio. Um, oh, yeah. OK. It's, it's a church. And, and, and much of our revolution, rebellion, um, stronghold, possibility, space of transformation, as far as black people are concerned, has been very much inside the church. Um, inside the consecrated church, this church is no longer a consecrated church, but it's the edifice of that, which shows again that fluidity of our culture, you know, the, the street performance, the performance uh, carried on inside. And I find it um, 
it, it, it rather exciting that it is in a church and that it is in the crossroads between the Russell neighborhood and the Parkland neighborhood. And it is in the heart of, the, of one of our uh, black communities. Um, um, this, this is still, even though it's not a consecrated church anymore, this is still sacred work that must be done. It's sacred work that must be done. Ju justice is, is, is for all of God's children, not just for some of us. And uh, so I, I feel as if <laughs> this is a good space for that, you know? I, I do, I, I feel this is a good space for it. It's, it's got good sound, <laughs> it's got good visibility, and I hope it has good protection. Um, we know that in the middle of all of our revolutions, battles, that, that that has been a marked spot, you know, from, from the Birmingham children being killed in, Bur in, in, in the South, from Mother Emanuel in South Carolina. Uh, it's a vulnerable space being a church. Um, and, um, you know, I hope that the work we do, which is sacred work, will help to uh, ward off some of that and transform. <laughs>